Hi guys, welcome to I Don't Know Who Needed to Hear This. I am your host, Kayla Casuccio. I'm gonna give a quick little rundown about myself with episode one. Thank you so much, first of all, you guys for being here and tuning in. I had a few technical difficulties, so that's why we have a little bit of a delay getting episode one out, but stay tuned and I will give you guys all of the good stuff. So your girl finally has this thing down and we are gonna see you know, how this goes over time because you just have to keep going. Little bit about myself again my name is kayla i am 24 years old i am a single mama in columbus ohio i am born and raised here and couldn't imagine being any place else i have the best five-year-old son out there in the entire world i know sounds a little biased but nobody beats my kid i am so incredibly happy to be his mom and i have to brag on my kid because without him i would not be who i am i definitely emphasize the fact that when i had my son and laid my eyes on him for the first time that is when I became myself. I felt completely reborn. And I know it sounds a little corny, bear with me. Any mom is listening on this, you will understand what I mean. My son's first breath truly took mine away and I will always live by that saying, because again, I cannot remember who I was before being a mother. Every single thing that I do is for him. I want my son to grow up and to see that anything in life is absolutely possible. You can do anything that you set your mind to. I had my son when I was 18 years old and I had every single odd and statistic faced against me and I'd like to say at 24 years old and now him being five that we've done a pretty superb job at beating every odd and statistic and not living out to you know society's expectations of us but truly exceeding those expectations. So without further ado with the podcast, I don't know who needed to hear this, I found myself always saying this when I go to talk on my Instagram. If you've been following me on Instagram for however long, (laughs) I am constantly giving advice and being one's, you know, cheerleader and just being that person in your corner. I also try to set out, you know, an example by we get so caught up in social media and this, you know, perfect idealistic type of person that we forget all of the steps and struggles and things that go on in this thing called life. No one, regardless of how pretty you make it look on social media, what, you know, aesthetics you provide and things like that, ultimately, there is always going to be a struggle within your progress. And it's important to notate those things so that we don't create, you know, a facade, a false reality. So that's kind of, you know, the initiative that I've taken in my social media is showing, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, but then also seeing how going through all of that is what leads to where we are now. I was 18 years old when I had my son. I had absolutely no idea what I had gotten myself into, but I knew that God was calling me to be a mom and to be this voice and to show people, you know, how to make it through and just ultimately make it by the day, okay? Because I'll be the first one to admit, and I've said this constant amount of times on social media, that I, when I first became a mom, I was so bitter and so upset at seeing everyone else be able to live their life. And no, I'm not talking about being able to go out and club and, you know, be seen and things like that. That was never my type of scene. Don't get me wrong. If I go out, you know, I can kick it, but I am just, I'm not your party type of girl. Like I can sit in my house all day long. Clearly that's why I needed to come up with a podcast because your girl is a little bored, but I just was so bitter at the fact like you know people got to travel and I didn't have the money to travel and people had all these dream jobs and dream opportunities and I didn't have that and I didn't know what to do and so what did I do I broke myself down and I was mad at the world and I just 
through an entire pity party for myself. And I'll, you know, I have no problem. Anybody that knows me knows I have no problem with keeping it real, being truthful, being honest, because again, like that's a part of your journey. I was a very upset person. And so I want to reflect, I call her my sister. She very much so is my sister. We're not blood, but I had got a follow back from my girl, Tanika. Okay. She is a bomb nail tech. She's very multifaceted, just like myself. And that's why we resonate so well. But my girl, Tanika, um, have followed me back on Snapchat and I usually don't fangirl over people. I'm just not one of those types of people. But when I followed her on Instagram, I was truly inspired and I was so happy, you know, getting this follow back on Snapchat and just having like a conversation with her and she actually like knew who I was for having like a namesake as big as, you know, what she has and this, you know, amazing reputation that she's built for herself. So anyways, she follows me back on Snapchat and I always used to compliment her on her work and things like that because she's a very, very, very talented nail tech. She's the only person that I will trust to touch my nails, but I couldn't afford her. Okay. So she always wrote me like, you know, I'll, I'll help you out. Like, how about, you know, you have a lot of followers. How about you promote me and I'll give you a discount. You only have to come to me once a month. Awesome. Now I say this, don't you all go out <laughs> running and asking Tanika for a discount. Okay. So anyways, so I booked my first appointment and I was very, very nervous. Cause like, here's this like perfect girl. Her skin's perfect. Her hair is perfect. She's such a great mom. She's so talented. I was a little intimidated at first, like not in a bad way, just I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm sitting in like a, you know, royal chair, you know? So anyways, I go and we're chatting and she was going, she was going through some things and it was just a good, genuine conversation. And I was dealing with my own situation, uh, you know, being a single parent and I was just so frustrated and I was bashing and just being somebody that I was completely embarrassed to be like looking back on the memory now. And so she stopped me, you know, right in the middle of my story and was like, stop talking about it. She wasn't trying to be mean or anything like that, but she held me accountable and to a standard of you don't deserve to keep dwelling on this situation. You only have control over certain things and the rest of it, you need to let go. And I was so frustrated. Like I felt so insulted in her chair. I'm not going to lie. I was like, no, like I want to talk about my feelings and like I, I should be able to talk about how I feel and express, you know, my feelings. And she was like, no, because again, you have no control over it. Like, yes, you're entitled to being upset, but like, you know, we're sitting at this nail appointment and to know, like, if you're in the city, when you go to Tanika, like your nail appointment is going to be like at least two to three hours long because you're just chit chatting. She's got wine, the music, the ambiance is there. Um, and she's going to be able to give you like all this advice. And if she's not, then you're going to listen to a podcast or a song that is going to do so. But anyways, so, you know, we got into this, you know, hour long conversation. And that's why she stopped me like you have you have to stop. And she told me too, you know, look at the people around you that want to listen in on your business and just, you know, want the worst out of your situation. It seems like they might want the best. It seems like, you know, they're just trying to be genuine and, you know, know what's going on to be able to try to help you and whatnot. But at the end of the day, people that are engaging in these conversations and letting you, you know, dwell on this are the ones that are equally contributing to this issue. So it made me, it made me upset at first, but when I walked out of her, you know, studio and whatnot, I'm like, not only do I have cute nails, but I feel like I had a new mindset. That's when I got into, you know, a fixed mindset and a changed mindset. A fixed mindset, I could have sat there and felt sorry for myself some more, been angry, never went to her again. But then a changed mindset is, you know what, she kind of has a point because 
me sitting here dwelling on my circumstances is not changing my circumstances, you know? Um, I always like the quote too, nothing changes if nothing changes. So I'm like, you know, maybe she has a point. Like I'm so inspired by her. Maybe I should listen to her advice and maybe I can live a life, you know, somewhat kind of similar to hers. But I also was doubting myself to think that I wouldn't be able to, you know, build a successful life, um, anything sustainable really for myself. I just dreamed, but I had no action or goal in sight in order to get to where I wanted to be, which is why I was remaining stagnant and complacent. So fast forward, you know, like I said, I I went once a month and our conversations changed and it went from, you know, gossiping and I'm so upset and all these different things like, oh my goodness, just pity party to, you know, what are, what are my plans? And then I got a nice job and then I met nice coworkers and then I got promoted. So I started making more money and then I bought a new car and that's when things started to take off. And it's crazy just from changing your topic of conversation when engaging with people on a day-to-day basis, the type of outcome that it can have on your life. To know me as well is to know that I'm always talking about your outlook determines your outcome. That is the reason why I wanted to start this podcast because I have constant conversations, like I said, on social media and I have people you know, texting and FaceTiming me and writing me constantly. And I love, 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 love giving advice. When I first started out you know, like with a big girl job, I had started in the attorney general's office. I had worked in um, what we call constituent services and you had to be an encyclopedia for the freaking state of Ohio. And I just became that person to everybody in our community, people that I went to school with, people that follow me on social media, people that follow me, you know, on, on YouTube and all these different things. And so I just kind of put myself out there of being this person that always provides advice and the person that's always going to show up for you if no one else does. And I'm very, you know, proud of that. And it, it's crazy. Like, it's so hard for me to accept compliments. I don't know if anybody else is like that, but when people are like, oh, you know, like you're so pretty, you know, I can say thanks. And then like, if they keep going like, oh my God, like just this and this, it starts to, I don't know, it starts to get me (laughs) like, wait, hold on. Like, I can't take any more compliments. Like I'm getting overwhelmed. I'm getting anxious. Um, And it's the same exact way. Like when people tell me like, I'm so inspiring and all this and that, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just me. I'm just me. I'm just setting out to be what I needed when I was going through all of my troubles. And it really sounds ironic, you guys, but When you look at your circumstance and you're like, I can't go after that big job. No, I'm not going to be able to date this person. I'm not worthy enough of them. I'm not good enough for this opportunity. You start to, you know, tear yourself down. You are the only person that is deteriorating yourself. You are self-destructing. In order to get all of these successful things and to get the job, to get the car, to, you know, be the great mom and be the great daughter and sister and companion and brother, you know, cousin, whatever, okay? It all is determined by your mindset. That's it. I know it sounds crazy, but I swear to you, that's exactly what it is. Like you have to set out your goals and you have to execute them by giving action. If you want a better apartment, you need a better paying job or a better, you know, paying opportunity. You have to set outside your comfort zone. You're not going to get anything remaining in your comfort zone. Any other podcast you go to listen to in life, we all are going to say the same exact thing that nothing gets accomplished in your comfort zone. Okay. I had my backup against the wall when I was working for the state and I was limited. Like, do I stay here and settle or do I venture out? And let me tell you, when your back is up against a wall, you can either choose to, you know, fold under pressure or you can become a diamond, okay? Pressure forms diamonds. 
are you going to light up or are you going to fold? I chose so many times to fold. And in that very moment, I realized, again, nothing is changing. So I need to go for whatever it is that God is trying to tell me that life and earth and everything, the direction that it's trying to point me into, I just need to go for it. And ever since I did, I have not turned back since. I finally found, you know, so much purpose. I entered into the network marketing world and it hands down was the best decision that I ever freaking made. I have built so much success for myself. I built a sustainable business for myself and my son and I've been able to travel. You know, I went from scrolling on Instagram, being so bitter about all these people that had, you know, so many amazing trips and all this other stuff and I could never afford to. And now I get to travel for free. I'm not trying to say this as a sales pitch. I'm just giving a, you know, general consensus of that changed or fixed mindset. It's allowed me to be open to so many more opportunities, you know, and again, like starting a podcast, for example, I used to dream of doing things like this, but I didn't think that I had anything to talk about. So I gave myself, you know, a story. I gave myself something to discuss. I gave myself all of this opportunity. I feel like a lot of us wait for things to, you know, fall into our lap for, you know, somebody to contact about the dream job for, you know, a rental office to call you about the apartment, you know, being ready and no income guidelines. And it doesn't matter if you need to make three times more than your rent. Like, I feel like a lot of us just wait for all of these things. And I forget, I think it's Mel Robbins, maybe Mel Robbins has this video um, or like this audio and it says, no one's coming. No one is coming. No one is going to come and save you. No one is going to come, you know, show you the way. There's people like me that are going to keep telling you the same exact thing that I'm sure that everyone else around you is telling you that no one is coming and you're the only person that can change your circumstance. But you have to have the desire to want to. It can't just be in your mind. It can't be just written down in a journal. It can't just be something, you know, that you stick on the refrigerator. It can't be just something that you talk about here and there. It literally has to be every single thing. And let me tell you, it all starts with purpose. I'm going to end that right here for today, you guys. And in the next episode, we'll get more into, you know, purpose and divine intervention and things like that. But I appreciate all of you for tuning in to our first episode. I hope that this was enjoyable and I look forward to being back with more. Thanks, guys.